Welcome to Matinee with Matt, the ultimate rendezvous for all things entertainment. My name is Matt Kreeth, a film critic, and I'm joined weekly by my husband, Michael. Not so much a film critic. So grab your popcorn as we dive headfirst into the world of movies, TV shows, books, and beyond. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Matinee with Matt. How are you today, Michael? I am doing great. I am still relishing in all of the fun that we had yesterday uh-huh. when we went skiing and you went skiing for the very first very time. Very first time. I was a little nervous on the drive you up there. You great. Uh, and I'll share this with everybody because I thought this was a great <laughs> and a fun quote. And I guess anybody that knows Matt will uh, hopefully get a good chuckle out of this. But I'm standing there with the ski instructor and... Uh, Matt's coming down the hill or whatnot. Where he's like, "Wow, you know, he's doing really good." Uh, did he play sports? And that, <laughs> which I think a big nope. I think that was my reaction, <laughs> and I was just like, "No, no, no, he doesn't." No, um, he's but, a film guy. Yeah, but you picked it up really, really good. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. I uh, felt a little wobbly towards the. Uh, the end of our day but it had been a long day we had been doing it from 9 a.m to like almost three o'clock um but yeah i know i was very uh excited to go we went to breckenridge and uh, just a couple mountain men mountain men yeah (laughs) that's 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 okay that that is what they say about us you're Uh, correct but focus on the task at hand we had an opportunity to interview Kevin Bigley and Kate Cobb. They're both actors and they decided to and step behind the, uh, the, the camera for, uh, for this film that they have called Oki. And it's making its way through the festival circuit. It's uh, debuting at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. Which uh, everybody knows my gripe with the film festival circuit. What uh, is your gripe? Well, the lack of distribution. So yeah. we got to see. It. So I hope this film uh, finds distribution somewhere because we got to see it on a screen. And I guess there's just my privilege showing on getting <laughs> to actually see all, all of these films that folks don't have the opportunity to yet, which it is a perk. But yeah, I do. I hope that it does well. I hope that it has an opportunity to to get seen by the right folks and to get released somewhere so people can take a look at it. I enjoyed it, but you did this. Okay, so you, you, you you do this thing where you'll be like, I have a screener for us to watch. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Goody. (laughs) That's what we're going to do tonight. And and you don't tell me anything about the movie. Well, sometimes I, well, because it depends. So sometimes when screeners come to us. This information, (laughs) you're deciding when to share and not. For this one, I did have a lot of information on it ahead of time, okay. but there are some screeners that, uh, you know, I'll get sent and there might be a little bit of information on the interwebs about it or on IMDb. But uh, if uh, if they haven't really provided any kind of press kit or anything, sometimes I just don't know. Okay, well, I will. I Which say I like going into it blind sometimes. <sighs> I don't. I like, to, I like to know where to put my headspace at. Well, I say all of that to say... That you do give a synopsis when we get into the interview, so yeah. I'll spare everybody for, for the duplicative big word. No, <laughs> I'm not even sure if I used it right there, but I mean duplicate. You can keep going. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all right, I'll spare everybody from listening to it twice. But 
Um, it is a film that I think Kate did a really good job of kind of explaining and really boiling it down to it's this gritty, raw, dirty, just hometown type of feel movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't use any of those words to like describe like, you know, the quality is great. It's not like all that stuff. It's just like the emotion, the, the feel of the film. Um, and you know, my headspace wasn't quite there when we started it because I was like, oh, he's going back to his hometown after his mm-hmm. dad had died. And I think I was probably looking for a lighter story. But <laughs> it was, I, this one isn't, it's but, not, it's, but it's it was good that totally. it's not a lighter story. Yeah. yeah, it's very real. I think that a lot of people probably can. Uh, well, I say a lot because of my small. From your peak. upbringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OK, so maybe not a lot, but hopefully people can take a peek into small town USA and just the different complexities of a relationship with being from a small town and a relationship with people in a small town. Yep. All of it. And also Kevin and Kate are husband and wife duo. They co-wrote this film with the star of the movie, uh, Scott Michael Foster. And uh, all of them have been actors. They, they have been in uh, shows that everybody would recognize like Amazon's upload and, uh, they've made guest appearances in Grey's Anatomy and Shameless, and we kind of talked through that a little bit with them. And uh, Kate uh, stepped behind the director's chair for this. So this is a really personal movie for them, and and it was just really great chatting with them. They were fantastic to talk to. So please enjoy our interview with Kevin Bigley and Kate Cobb. All right. Uh, well, welcome, Kate and Kevin. Kate Cobb and Kevin Bigley are a husband and wife creative team who have worked together for over a decade. Our listeners might know Kevin from his hilarious performance as Luke on Amazon's Upload, while Kate has appeared on everything from Grey's Anatomy to Shameless. They have created shorts for Funny or Die, and now they've teamed up with the actor Scott Michael Foster on their new film, Oki. And it's directed by Kate. So welcome, Kate and Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's so great to have you two. Happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, so we did get a chance to screen Oki uh, before talking to you today. So thank you very much for supplying that screener to us. And just to give our listeners a, a little bit of a synopsis on on the movie. Uh, so Louis, who is played by uh, Scott Michael Foster... He's an acclaimed writer, and he returns to his hometown after his father's death. He's confronted with a deluge of people from his past, and Louis is forced to reconcile with the stories he's stolen, misrepresented, or downright exploited for profit. And... I was like a real romp, you know, like a light. <laughs> I watched it again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I guess my first question for both of you is, uh, what, what started Oki? What's, what's the genesis of this movie? Yeah, I think, uh, the, it's, it's kind of twofold as far as, um, like doing a film in general, like Kate and I had, obviously we were, you know, it, it, like we were doing the acting thing for the past like 10 years, but, uh, we're more now 15. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, but <laughs> God, we're getting old. Uh, <laughs> we did a lot of comedy, a lot of like stuff with funnier guy and, uh, and produced a lot of stuff together. And then, um, we just were getting 
really busy and, and we were working with other people and we just kind of wanted to get back to doing that, but in a larger capacity and just us together. So uh, Kate was just kind of graduating from the UCLA extension program and we were kind of kicking around ideas. I had done a film with the blacklist that Chicago media angels co-produced, which we would end up becoming our producers on Oki. And, um, they had kind of reached out and said, like, if you have anything, you know, that you, that you, you have percolating, let us know. So Kate and I got to talking and, um, and yeah, we wanted to kind of, we, we wanted to do a short. So we did a short in, in 20. Yeah. All we could basically afford was a short. So <laughs> okay. the whole idea was we were like, we want to do something together, just us, because we had done a lot in the past and then we both got distracted with our own careers and we're kind of uh, doing things separately. But we just wanted to come back and work with people we loved and kind of like kind of start over in that world. And so we decided we were going to do a short. Um, and so basically the short was called Dandelions and it was uh, this story just short. So it was basically like a um, it went slightly different, but it was about 20 minutes long. We we took seven grand of our own money and just like rented a bunch of equipment, um, stayed in Kevin's parents' uh, little house and uh, shot it in a few days. Yeah. Um, I, live in, I was up from rural, like Northern California, where if you were just kind of, if you were picked up and dropped there, you would, you would think you were in Oklahoma or Arkansas. So it's just kind of like, it has this kind of Southern feel and there were all these really cool locations that we wanted to shoot in. And we wanted to sell finance and, and see what, how we could stretch the dollar and make a proof of concept more than it was, I guess, a short. And when he says we wanted to sell finance, that means we had to sell finance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just had nobody wanted to give us anything. So when we brought it to uh, to the Chicago Media Angels, that was kind of the pitch: is that we had a feature written, but we were like, "Hey, look, what oh, we can do. We can stretch our goal with very little money. We yeah. can make it look like this." Yeah. Um, and that ended up proving like very valuable because. It just showed what we could do as a team and what our, you know, what everybody else could do. And really, a lot of the characters who are in the short are the same. We had Scott as the lead actor. Um, Kevin was in it. I was in it. It was, um, you know, it, it was uh, our same DP, our same, ca- basically our same camera. Uh, Department. Department. Um, That's really and- cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we kind of just were like, this is the package that you get if you are going to let us make the future. You get this, but just more of it, Um, which ended up being enough to kind of get us, Mm -hmm. you know, get them trusted. I would say it paid off. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that talks a little bit about, you know, the genesis of getting the project funded and you guys working together. This movie covers a ton of topics. I feel like we're addressing identity where, you know, with the main character of... Um, where he comes from and the reality of the characters and the way that he's portraying his life in his books. And then you've got the mental health topic in here as well. You have small town life and relationships. What was the writing process like? So you, you obviously condensed this into a short beforehand, so that might be the jumping off point for you guys to expand on. But what was it like taking it and translating it to this full-blown film? From a writing standpoint, a kind of something that we had talked about, so that would be the other, the other portion of the of the creation of this would be the idea itself. And we were kind of looking for stuff and topics. We knew we wanted to tackle something with nostalgia, something with coming home. And we had watched uh, Robert Altman's um, uh, California Split, and there was just this guy George Siegel, like just how he is 
kind of avoiding all of the important issues of his life with this escapist gambling problem that kind of is building and building. And there's a personification of gambling as a character with Elliot Gould. And he starts off really cool. And then as the movie goes along, he becomes really pathetic and pitiful. And we thought that was just a really interesting device. So we were like thinking if we could use like a, a character that kind of embodies someone's childhood and as well mm-hmm. as a, where I come from and, uh, you know, the, like my hometown and kind of how it can kind of feel like a wild animal to a degree, like where you're it's it's because it has a lovable edge to it. Like I love where I'm from, but there is this 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 like comfortability that you can kind of fall back into and uh it, it's just like being around a wild animal that you're like i'm in control of the situation and then all of a sudden they can kind of turn on you um so yeah i think really it started a lot the idea also and you know started a lot with like the location i think it's like okay. you know it, it was kind of like we knew where we wanted to shoot it we knew you know kevin in his writing he's written two novels and countless scripts and all of this and those things um his where he's from is like integral to how he tells stories and so totally. that was really important and so i think we kind of started with like you know as most filmmakers do what can we get for free? Where can we shoot? What do we want to go? How do we want to talk? You know? And so from there, we just, I mean, every one of the locations, almost every single location in the feature, um, obviously in the short, in the feature are real locations that happen where he's from. So they were all written around the area. And I think that once you get that kind of like the texture of the area, don't you hate when people say like, New York was a character. Uh-huh. Was a character. Absolutely, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate that, that's what I'm gonna say. Wait, I... Uh, but I think that it had a lot to do with how uh, the how the story was put together mm-hmm. and the kind of people that you're seeing are the kind of It was just so much fun doing that too because yeah. it's yeah. like, I grew up going to the dirt track. My uncle owned a dirt track, like the yeah. dirt track. Like it was like that, that was part of, and you know, we did the short, we went and shot at the dirt track that we used to go to. The actual so dirt track. You can take these LA actors and throwing them into this dirt track. <laughs> wow. So, what was it? Just to look at like Scott, like in that short and in the feature is like trying to act like he's not totally comfortable. And Scott is, to, is not totally comfortable. <laughs> like, nobody was. Nobody was. We Fantastic. had, when we shot at the, at the, uh, racetrack we had to put all of our expensive equipment in the car and mm-hmm. then like like secret agents like sneak out of the place yeah, yeah. and like we're like somebody's following us is somebody following you you know we were like completely <laughs> you know because it was one of those things where it's like any kind of like atmosphere like that where you're like it's just it's wild it's a yeah. little wild it was just so fun writing and cathartic queerly i just had so much fun writing that feature because i was like oh my god i would love for this to build all, a whole movie to build to the county fair like the (laughs) fair yeah so stupid and fun and ridiculous i love the county fair though it was such a big deal and it was so dangerous and like all these things and it just feels exotic you know like to like throw that out there so i remember when i was and and kevin and i are from oddly similar background yes. although completely disparate um well, we're working both working class blue collar kind of families um but i'm from outside of chicago okay. and uh so i had that kind of like more urban experience but we equally had that um 
that kind of uh, blue collar raw kind of thing well, going on. What stuck out so funny to me, and that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah, we talked about it a lot when we watched the movie. Yeah. So there's a scene. I I am from Texas. I grew up, and so like these this small town, like and we met in Texas. I had oh, friends right. that lived. Uh, in- Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 And so there's a scene where they're hanging out at the riverbank and they're sitting on a like a back seat of a minivan, like <laughs> and whatnot. And I asked Matt, I said, "Have you ever been to a party where you sat on car seats outside?" And he and was like, "In fairness, I grew up outside of Los Angeles in the San Fernando Valley, so the answer to that is no. But I, but me, I purposely moved to Texas. We met in Texas, and so I understand where he's coming from. But yeah, I'm like shocked because I thought everybody. I mean, let me tell you by the way, doing that was finding that car. That that was so hard. I had to work so hard to find that." And I was like, like, where did you get them? I said, they just kept showing up. I don't know. I can only imagine how on earth did you find one? It was in the trash. Yeah, (laughs) literally. It was. So we were looking for the river because the river Mm -hmm. obviously is very important in this and like in its own symbolic ways. But we were at the racetrack and there was just this creek that kind of wound around and kind of like looked pond. Yeah, pond that kind of looked like you were moving. We we're like right there. And then what I loved was being kind of and the same with her, like being an authority on white trash. Oh yeah. Where it was like speaking like some milk crates. I was like, no, 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 no. No. Car. You gotta yeah. take the shit that's inside. And you had a move outside. A car seat, a couch. Yes. They bought them like. And yep. then and vice versa. You take outdoor furniture and you're going to move it inside. I mean, take a lawn chair who, and put it at the dining room table. Who did not sit in a plastic lawn chair yeah. inside in a circle passing and around? Nancy's house, yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved the opportunity to write and create in, in a world where you feel like, you know, you're, you're an authority on the world. It was just really empowering for us. It was yeah. Oh, on. Like we were bringing not only the actors into this landscape, but the other creators. And they were all, everyone was on the same page of relishing getting dirty, you know. Well, so you got, so then you have a bit of a similar challenge that the, our main character had with writing the reality of the world that he was from. How did you balance that line then? Obviously, you having this experience and you wanting to portray the. I mean, portray I, what I thought was a very like real portrayal of small town living and stuff. But oh, how'd you straddle that? Yeah, I mean, um, let's be honest. Kevin is Luke. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. what we <laughs> Louie. There's been so many times we talk about like where like the landscape that I usually write in, like short stories I've had published or. Um, you know, the uh, I have a book coming out that's uh, like in the history of my hometown, like historical fiction. Oh, cool. from. Yeah, and it and it's it was really challenging to write that because it was it felt. I I mean, it, I have kind of like any creator, I guess, like a fraud complex that you when you're writing, you start to go uh, midway through something, you're like, who? How dare you write this? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to right? And will anyone this find this interesting? interesting? Yeah, yeah. Will anyone find this interesting? Do I even find right. this interesting? And so then you start to really kind of doubt, and and you start to kind of look at your stories, and you go, "Is this my dad's? Did my dad tell me this? Am I stealing this? You know, like, and is it for up to me to use? Can I utilize this? And and how um, reliable 
are you as a narrator or, you know, like the, the you know, um, master of your own memory? Like, I, I don't know, you know, like, because the people that I grew up with, based on where our, what our parents were like and the places we were living in, you know, we had completely different experiences. I know she can speak to that being, um, you know, in Chicago. I mean, that's everyone's living. Everyone is their own universe in their own way. Yeah. Experience completely different so i was really concerned with how i am portraying it and there was an ending that i had initially that felt like it was that we were the bad guys and it mm-hmm. and it didn't it just didn't fit right it was like this feels disingenuous and yeah i think it was reaching you are you are obviously like you know you have to write what you know right so mm-hmm. when we're we're portraying these things we can't help but be derivative from people we know i mean there's just no way that you can like invent uh, an alien person who comes in you know like everything is going to have like little and that's what makes the story personal that's what makes filmmaking um resonate with people is when you can be personal about the story that you're telling and so i do think that it was a very it is a kind of a, a, a a small line that you have to kind of be walking because you don't want to be offensive. You don't want to be judgmental, but you want to be real about the area. And so I think that what was important for us when making Oki is that we told that, like different sides of this story, that we showed a, a place that could be bucolic, but also um, that's kind of like rotting at the edges a little, or a place that can be fun, but also dangerous, a place that, you know, you feel super at home, but somehow you feel like you don't belong anymore. And so it's like that kind of duality, I think, is the yeah. thing that we feel in our hometown yeah i'll feel from our friends uh, that we knew or our family or you know there's no real villain and there's no real hero the short kind of helped craft that i think for us is because when we did end up screening we actually screened it in texas yeah at usa fest and um when we were there we had some people come up to us and we're like that felt so like it that, that felt like my hometown it felt <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know and sometimes I wish I could go back and other times I'm glad I'm out. And then this other guy came up to us and was like, I just want to say, I love the movie. And we're like, thanks man. And he was like, because I fucking hated my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't our And I just want to go back there and shove it in all their faces. It was like, oh, you related to me pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was really So I think, you know, as long as you kind of tackle both, themes and, and ideas, you know, you allow everyone else to make their own connection, I guess, you know. Yes. And Kate, um, so stepping in the director's chair then, trying to to get that vision onto the screen, what was that process like? How was production? Uh, where did you shoot, by the way? Yeah. So um, we shot in uh, rural Illinois, so kind of outside my hometown, which was kind of a cathartic because we are shooting it's you know his hometown story in my actual hometown area so that, <laughs> that was is really cool. cool um but um process wise um yeah terrifying <laughs> just intimidating uh, all of that i mean this was my this was my first feature that i directed and so for me um you know there was a lot of um kind of that that feeling of like okay i have a lot to do i have very little time i mean how we shot this film is that we were greenlit um basically two weeks before we were supposed to start shooting wow. so we were <laughs> down to we the be- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so uh, i i 
jetted to Illinois where I threw together a ragtag team and we had two weeks to prep. I mean, and there are so many locations in this in this movie and we had to do all of that and find all the places. Then we had we were able to afford 15 days of shooting. So the whole the whole feature was done in 15 days. Wow. No reshoots, no anything. So wow. It was um, it was uh, to, to say that it was intense is an understatement <laughs> um, for me. The one thing that I would say that like now bringing into another film or, you know, kind of in the future or the one piece of advice that I would give a new director is your prep time is free. I just didn't sleep and I didn't I, I was like, you got, you know, this amount of time to do this. Um, and I basically just I, I storyboarded every single shot that you see in the movie. So every single thing was drawn horribly before you even got on a plane yeah. doing yes before i even got a plane it was like thick She's figures like were the like fold out trip in the plane um, still she draws mom is an incredible artist yeah. and i got none, none of it uh, i will say there is some beautiful shots in this movie that that you were able to yeah. to, to get so i totally you're an artist Wojciech Kilar, who is our our, our cinematographer our dp he is um I cannot overstate how well he was able to translate those horrible pictures that I made and <laughs> having me what I'm what I want. He was able to nice put it on, you know, just to completely make it real. And it was, and I have to say, it was a very odd experience seeing the inside of my brain uh-huh. on the outside. <laughs> it was a very strange experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say that like the preparation before I even went to Illinois, I did, I did all the storyboarding and, um, and then it was, um, to me, I think that like the more prepared you are and the more work you do, uh, before you start, the more freedom you have on the day, because I had, I knew in my head exactly what I needed to get. And then after that, I could be a little bit more loose with how I shot something or adding something or, yeah. uh, you know, it was just about knowing, ev- knowing every single second of right. the movie inside right. and out right. first. And then you can be more fly this. Yeah. yeah. You're definitely speaking my language as a type <laughs> A, like, traveler. Like, I would love, I want an itinerary on vacation. I feel like I can relax if I knew what we're doing. Wow. I completely understand you. What, yeah, that is right. <laughs> what was it like? So you mentioned you had storyboarded like, all of this in the prep work. So, like, Kevin and Kate living together, being married, working on this film together. What was it like living with each other? <laughs> I, I think you kind of, as a creative team, if you are a couple, if you're married, like, you, you, the way you are as a couple is the same way you are as a creative team. Mm-hmm. So, the way you fight as a married couple is the way you fight and disagree. You know, like, it, yeah. and we don't go nuclear. We're not like... You know, like we don't blow up, but we get passive aggressive and tonal. <laughs> well, there's there's time. This is the first step. Self awareness yeah. is the first step. It's all good. Like a lot. Of, like I guess we could do that. I just don't really see how that's. Oh God! <laughs> like, that, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Like so, there was a lot of. All that I can say. Yeah. We would not continue working together if it wasn't good, and right. we get we are so passionate about the same things and. We also, our personality types, like we're talking about me being type A. Kevin is very, his energy is so chill, so go with flow, so sturdy. He's always like, it'll work out because it does. Until it's not. Until it's not. And then we're all. <laughs> but, 
it, it we are we we are a really really good creative team and a good um good teammates as well um and respectful to what each other does what's easy about it is that yes we do write together now but we do different things so we did executive yeah. produce obviously this movie as well and so we were really good about delegating things that we need to be doing i mean as far as like when we first like boots on the ground, I was so consumed with like needing to do extra location scouting. Like we were scouting on the weekends that we weren't shooting. So it was like constant, you know, and then it was like doing all the creative stuff, having the meetings with all my departments, like making sure everything was kind of squared away. And so my focus was completely on that. And so he was able to do things like get the offers out to the actors and go through their, you know, do a lot of like all that stuff all things and so that was really nice um and we our problem now uh mostly you know we've been together for 15 years we've been married for 10 um at the problem now is that we have a difficulty signing out of our our work yeah we work on Um, yeah Mm -hmm. we work 24 hours and even in Mm -hmm. the evening when we're watching a movie like we were last night we're kind of taking mental notes about things well we we each make lists of, here's another dorky thing um, <laughs> Go whatever, on. Project, yeah. <laughs> whatever project we're working on um whether it is um i i'm kind of starting pre-production on a feature that we didn't write and also we have a feature that we wrote that we're kind of starting to get into pre-production for but whatever what? we're writing yeah whatever we're writing or we're working on we both make basically lists of um mm-hmm. film that are uh yeah that are comps for those things mm-hmm. uh, and so then every night when we're like what do you want to do it's like okay crack open a bottle of wine somebody gets to pick from their list yeah and nice. then we're <laughs> like take notes we're like, working until we go just, to bed until we finish the bottle yeah, of wine. Well, i don't recommend this <laughs> but i will say that if it comes in handy uh trying the big one i think is that is that just kind of like all partnerships that last for a long time like um you know, we were just watching a Mc, uh, Danny McBride and a Jody Hill movie where they're first like foot fist away. And you look at like where they are now with like righteous gemstones. And you, you look at uh, a duo that has been together that has wanted to make yeah. the same. Yeah. And that's yeah. that. And as a writer, when you can pass off your script to a director and you know that they want to make the exact same movie is that's a it's really, good it's really great yeah there's so comfort creative. like reassurance and that like there's tru- the trust <laughs> i think it goes down to like honestly, yeah, yeah. She's, trust. Acting on it. she's directing and here she is acting at the same time and i don't recommend i would say that <laughs> you did great. i love it yeah, i think right? you pulled it off <laughs> yeah I, I that was out of necessity because i was free right. um as an actor so um <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, I do not recommend being a big part acting wise of your first feature you're directing because I did every scene you saw me in, I had a monitor in my lap hidden so that I could, <laughs> and I was like acting. And I, first day I showed up, and st- I, I showed up first day and I was like, oh my God, I have lines. I have lines today. You're like, <laughs> shit, I brought the doctor thing. I didn't even think I could. You only have so much space in there. Yeah. yeah. I would have to, and I could come up to her and be like, because I would always be on monitor when she was acting. Yeah. And I could come up, and she'd be like, "I felt that felt okay." And I'm like, "I think you're gonna want a different one." And you know, like, and then she would be like, "All right, great, let's go." Like, oh, like you guys know each other's that trust. Know what she's you can like. say that mm-hmm. exactly. You yeah. can say that in a safe yeah. space of being yeah. like, "No." Like, and we yeah, had to have it because we also, you know, when you only have 15 days to shoot, 
you don't have time for playback. I mean, going and go me doing a take and then running behind to the village and then like <laughs> watching the monitor to watch that stupid little takeover over again. It's like it, it, you it just doubles kind your of work. It doubles yeah. your takes. Yeah. You could have filmed another take. As well, long as yeah, yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. So that and then for notes for me, I mean, we were like we said, we we're both actors to where we've been do we've done so many countless just self tape and so audition yeah so she mm-hmm. directed it since you know we first even really got together so yeah. it, she knows all of my habits and all the things that I do and what I'm gonna like as well and what I need to do so I'm never like you know I never yeah disagree really with her of, of what's going on yeah we trust each other yeah pretty easy I know what she wants to get out of me yeah. I mean, I feel like it, I mean, it sounds like this is as independent of a movie as, as possible and obviously a, a personal one for both of you. Um, I, I do want to mention that this will be uh, debuting at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. Uh, we talk a lot on this podcast about independent movies. I just came back from Sundance and the kind of the line at Sundance is that 80 percent of the features and short films there tend to be ones that aren't acquired yet and they're looking for distribution you know what are you hoping for audiences to take from Oki and and what do you see for the future of the movie yeah I mean that's um that's really the question isn't it um (laughs) I I think uh I think you know more than anything we want a chance to do this again we just want to make more and more and more and more and so for us having Oki is a um was in a lot of ways an exploration of what we could do. And now that we know that, um, we are like, we want to position this film in a way that as many people as possible can access it. Because I think that's the, you know, in no way do I believe that this film is some sort of an opus. I'm not really like an Artur director who like thinks everything is precious. I think that this is a dirty movie about dirty people and it's gritty and it's us exploring and all of that stuff. But I think that it's worth seeing. And so I just want to get it out to as many people as we possibly can. However, that ends up looking. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we want to make our money back for our finances and all that stuff. But um, I think more than anything, um, I have a real... You know, and I could talk about this for ages, but I won't. <laughs> but I have a real, I have a real bone to pick with uh, independent film festivals that are pitting movies pick that it. are yeah, under pick it. a million. We want to hear it. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you some specific. <laughs> <laughs> I, went to, I went to South by, and this is not to not to disparage South by. I have gone to South by years. I love South by, but this last time I was at South by, I was um, I had a short that was was premiering there, and I was. Um, astounded by this super long line and mm-hmm. i was like look at this long this movie like it's the middle of the day i'm like this has got to be some like movie everybody's talking about like some cool new director or some cool new filmmaking team like wow and i get to the I, i'm walking past i get to the front of the line it's for a screening of john wick four uh-huh <laughs> yeah. yep I was, that was i i i I was like, at South by last year. I was not in that line because uh, I was there to see other movies that I knew yeah, I wouldn't necessarily so- get a chance mm-hmm. to see. And that yeah. is that's my whole thing is yeah. that I yeah. feel like there are so many film festivals out here now that are like, you know, comparing budgets that are $25 million. Yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once was a $25 million yeah. movie. Right. That is not an independent film. Right. Sorry. Right. That is yeah. not an independent film. You cannot put that in a category of like, wow, look at this incredible, gritty, independent film. Yeah. Um, how exciting. 
you can't compare that with a movie that was made for a shoestring that is that has a lot in it but that you know so for me when i go to an, a, a film festival mm-hmm. i am there to see indie filmmakers mm-hmm. who who did everything they could and fought tooth and nail to get their movie made those are the movies i'm going to see yeah, look at yeah. kelly uh, we have a, our friend um, uh, kelly o'sullivan i good acted with her she uh, she just directed uh ghost lighting and that ended up at sundance mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's a that's a big i've done a big that is a perfect movie to be there yeah. and that's yeah. the kind and i of believe you're not acquired yeah, yeah and it yeah. did and nice. that's the kind of stuff you want to see you know like that's i love that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. but when i see like god, you know god love it we wish it all the best but roadhouse with jake chilling all the opening film me. of south by this year yeah yeah right it's kind of well, why right ah, like yeah. if jake Gyllenhaal doesn't need you south by it's like, already it's fine it's already yeah. has distinction i mean yeah. it, don't, this don't could it. send us down the total yeah, whole <laughs> tangent because <laughs> we talk uh, about it quite often yeah is it too early to then open the wine and yeah, well, I just wanted to say, um, outside of the film, uh, Kevin, I have to say that my first introduction to you was through Sirens, uh, and it's been 10 years since that show <laughs> debuted, and I like, I am still sad that that didn't have a longevity that I really hoped that it would. Um, I think it was only a couple of seasons. Um, and I know you, you guest starred on it, Kate, um, you know, was there, was there, <laughs> that was right after we got married. We that got was like married. two days after we got we married. Got married. <laughs> and then she jumped on there. So we didn't even. They, we work all the time. We didn't even like. We did a set honeymoon. Yeah, we work. Um, was there anything from, from that experience in, in the last 10 years that kind of informs your acting now for both of you? I'd say like, I mean, Bob Fisher, the, you know, co-creator and showrunner for that has been just really, I mean, he married us. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know that. That's amazing. I wrote Wedding Crashers, married Married us. That's awesome. (laughs) Which was great. Yeah. uh, So there's been a lot of like relationships from that. I think it really kind of gives you a lot of confidence when you have like a show, especially as short lived as it was, two seasons can give you a lot of confidence that, you know what to do and how to do this. And we both kind of garnered a lot of like set experience. Mm -hmm. So I'd say just like operationally how things work. And then sirens, we, between takes, I would never, I wasn't going back to my chair to look at my phone. Like I was, I was with the writers and we were pitching jokes and you're coming up and you're trying to invent and all that stuff. And that's definitely the spirit that we had when we did sketches during that time. And, uh, so from sirens to that to this like the 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 bus scene in oki when they're sitting on top of that bus Mm -hmm. uh that was originally written for like to walk around like a lake and kate found that location and called me and we already were going to shoot the atv going through the apple orchard there and she was like we got to find something and so then it was like okay here we go and this is we're shooting this like next week so it was like we had to write we had to infuse that into there how do we use the bus all this stuff and i think that all of you 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 know it's not just one experience it's just a pile of experiences that help inform something and that's one of my favorite shot scenes and everything i mean we Mm -hmm. i think it that's the spirit of the running gun so yeah we we took a lot from that but yeah and it's just 
<laughs> I know you guys have a lot. You probably have a lot ahead of you in the next few days and weeks and uh, maybe even today. Well, thank you both. Thanks to Kevin and Kate for uh, joining us today. And, and good luck with Oki at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. And we hope to hear good things from, from both of you going forward. Awesome. Thank you guys for watching it and uh, appreciate talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Of course. They were just so fun to yeah. talk to. Oh my God, that was such a great conversation. Uh, um, I really liked how they were telling us about the conception of this film started from a short that they had made. And so yeah. when she was explaining uh, the process there, I was like, okay, so it's not like you start with like a proof of concept uh, and then kind of explode it. And so I hope that this is just another stepping stone on like the proofs of concepts of what they can do together and like and absolutely hope to see more for sure yeah i don't think we've seen the last of kevin bickley and, and kate cobb that is for sure that's just our small opinion yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I hope i hope so i think it i think it definitely would be worth the investment in seeing more we did get here a little bit of a peek that they are working on something yeah so, that's man, exciting are we really shitty at investigative journalism we should have that we didn't know that they were working we on something else we should have like harassed them some more to find oh. out those details okay well, next. they might not have uh, come up with all the details and they haven't right. shot anything yet so yeah well, you it's know, I'm still really nosy, so I, I like know. to know. Um, <laughs> but maybe next interview with them, we'll be getting to talk about their other project. All right. Well, shall we do go on? Yeah. All right. Well, you take it away. Oh, it is mine. <laughs> okay. This is go on. And did you also, by chance, notice how it organically happened in our... That we said go on, I know. We tells and we were like, go, go on. on. And obviously, it As sticks you to know, us. It's born from us just saying it to each I other know. all the time. So, uh, yeah. But this is a segment where one of us educates the other about interesting things in the culture, unearthing hidden gems, and little-known trivia from the world of entertainment. Um, okay, so mine is... Uh, is I can't wait. What does the Dodge Grand Caravan and this movie that we just saw have in common? Go on, because yeah. I can't think of anything. <laughs> well, that we talked about it in the interview. There's that scene oh, the of seats. sitting in that. Okay, well, from 2009 to 2021, it was the best-selling minivan. So odds are, if you were out in a country party sitting on a seat from a minivan, <laughs> it is most likely from a Dodge Grand Caravan. <laughs> so, That's too funny. Uh, I thought that was just a, an obscure connection that it could possibly be, but... um. I love that part. It was so funny to to see that. But yeah, there's a little fun. It's very real. Yeah. A little <laughs> fun fact for you about connection between the best-selling minivan and this independent film and we just saw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. All right, cool. Thanks. And well, thanks again to Kevin Bigley and Kate Cobb for uh, joining us today on this episode of Matinee with Matt. If you happen to be in the Santa Barbara area and you want to attend the Santa Barbara International Film Festival, Oki will be uh, premiering at the festival at the Metro 4 in Santa Barbara on February 10th at 8 p.m. And we'll also be screening another time on February 11th at 8.20 p.m. So check it out if you're in the area. And if you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe for more, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Matinee with Matt to stay updated on all things film, television, and pop culture. That's a wrap. 